Hello and welcome to the Shoes Me Biscuit podcast. Uh, I'm laughing because I'm trying to find original ways to say introduce the show rather than hey guys, how's it going? And for some reason, hello was the most imaginative way of me doing that. Sorry, I'm really sorry. Um, welcome to the Shoes Me Biscuit podcast. It's our open studio sessions. Uh, it's our second show we're doing today, and the biscuitier joining me is Ashine. What's up, Shane? You good? Yeah, I'm all good. I'm all good. It's a bit of a sad day today um for me because um i was supposed to have my kids this weekend it's supposed to be my son's birthday on the 24th um but my their mum's partner is um has got covid so they're isolating so i can't see them this weekend which just kind of sucks a little bit but it's all right we've got he's got his pile of presents sat in the corner mm, and i'll probably go have them next weekend because i think that's when they come out of isolation so oh i'm really sorry it's got a lot to answer for mate <laughs> absolutely uh but i'm really sorry to hear that but uh, hey you get to spend Other time with that, me you get to spend uh, time well, with me there is that there is that I, I i pay to see that pretty face every day um yes you don't have to I'll give it you for free anyway um <laughs> joining us today uh back on the show i loved speaking to her uh her show is actually um a really amazing listen i, I listened back to it even after i edited it because i liked it so much uh it's kel the word from climbing out thank you very much for joining us again Hi, Alex. Good to see you. And good to see you too, Shane. You're right. Sorry about the email earlier. Have, have, have a Zoom party with your son. I will. I will. I'll point video call him later. Promise yeah. he's, he's, five to, he's five on the 24th. So, like, um, you know, video calls can be a bit challenging. I tend, yeah. to, I tend to be watching the scene more than anything. <laughs> and he, and he, ma- he makes him big and me little on the video chat as well. So, like, he just sits there pulling faces at himself. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not actually interesting talking to me at all. It's probably, it's probably, probably the most safe way to blow out the candles on the cake. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and and joining us are the guys from Climbing Out. We, me and Kelda come up with this idea on the show to to bring out uh, some people from Climbing Out just to talk about their experiences and show people what Climbing Out offers uh, to people. And join us is Zoe Barnes and Graham. Thank you very much for joining us, guys. Hi, nice to be here. Oh, it's a pleasure to speak to you guys. Um, who was the out of you guys? Who's the first person to sort of uh, take advantage of climbing out? Or um, I don't know who's the best person to ask this, Kelda or the person. Um... But well, I, I'm going to jump in as I always do. So you might have to mute me sometimes, Alex, so I don't kind of hijack the whole blooming conversation. Um, <laughs> but Alex and Zoe actually, sorry, Alex, uh, Graham and Zoe actually came on the same program, um, which was the one program we managed to run this year despite covid so um it was all um covid adapted and and was a bit bit of a challenge just making it happen in the first place um but yeah it was great so so they're probably well they are two of our most recent participants but i think you guys will agree it was a fairly amazing program and you know despite covid um it it still worked so um yeah i mean over to you two because i think it's always better coming straight from the Mm. horse's mouth yeah I mean, I it was it was fantastic. I think there was a level of apprehension because you sort of think, oh, with COVID, how's all this gonna gonna work? But actually, Keldo was super reassuring before we went on the course, and then the course itself was just fantastic. It's really nice to see Graham again as well because we were on the same course. And you become friends with everyone on on the course, so yeah, not a bad word to say. Really, it was just fantastic. You, you yeah, can't but... really say a bad word when I'm sat here listening, can you? <laughs> <laughs> Even if you weren't here, I would say the same. 
<laughs> it's a little bit like when, when people ask me, like, you know, like, no. what's it like being a biscuitier for the Shoes of Biscuit? And Al's sat there listening. I'm going, it's amazing. <laughs> Al's gracious at all, all times. Al's just the most calm, relaxed guy to work <laughs> with. He's absolutely great. Yeah. So, <laughs> are, you, are, are you joking? I hope you're joking. People at the biscuit, they're, 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 they're aware that, you know, I'm very passionate about things. Um, <laughs> what about you, Graham? Uh, what was your introduction to uh, climbing out like? Um, my introduction was through uh, a, a colleague who'd uh, recommended it. Um, I had, uh, uh, I was diagnosed with severe complex PTSD uh, just uh, round about the start of kind of COVID and um, had a few other kind of things uh, go wrong and um, started speaking to Kelda and was literally and honestly not being dramatic, uh, never thought I would be happy again, couldn't imagine uh, smiling. Um, I had a new people who'd been through similar experiences and uh, you know when they told me that they'd been planning uh, or thinking about suicide, I could completely understand why, uh, you know, just to escape the pain and everything else. So a real kind of point of hopelessness uh so to then find someone who was inspiring because Kelda's story on her own is is incredible and you know you can speak to counsellors who might refer to page 74 or 273 of the best bit of advice but to actually speak to someone who's been through their own hardships and not just coped but actually thrived and achieved incredible things um is amazing so to, to find someone that inspiring, uh, A, was a kind of winner for me going down onto the course. Um, I think especially at a point where, you know, if, if you, I think many people, whatever they suffer, whether it's a kind of physical injury, mental injury, they compare themselves to the rest of society. They compare themselves to how they were before uh, and they feel broken and they, and they feel they can't go out, can't leave the house, you know, et cetera. So, um, to actually go on a course where everyone talks about their issues, there's no kind of shame, there's no stigma. It's it's an incredible uh, an environment, and I think it's uh, you know I know, I know there's a lot of uh, work on the media to you know raise awareness of you know, e.g. mental health uh, and you know other conditions, and I think Kelda's program is a little kind of beacon for how it could be uh, and, and basically to, to be on a program like that and surrounded by people not have to worry about you know if you have a, a physical twitch or if you kind of burst into tears or you need some time or anything like that uh, basically just to be accepted so a to feel accepted and uh, b to have fun so I, I went on that and I got all that and so much more and basically kind of went from having no hope to suddenly being excited and starting projects and everything so i, I could i'll i'll, I'll kind of cut off there because it could go on for for ages but yeah it's just a fantastic program wow wow i, I think it's nice that you can talk about that for ages though yeah it shows that you, it's had yeah. a real good impact on you and the fact that you you know you, you're talking about uh, ptsd suicide and depression you know all these things that have been affecting you the fact that you were able to go out there and actually have fun Anybody yeah. that's uh, suffered from depression will realise that that's a, that's a big win. That's a I huge mean, win. To be fair, I mean, Al knows this anyway. I'm sure it's the same for Al. But, I mean, when it comes to things like mental health and, and stuff like that, it's quite close to our hearts like in, 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 for many reasons, especially for me and Al. Um, and certainly from, you know, cause I'm, I'm a tradesman, you know, and I, I work with tradesmen and stuff like that. Um, 
mental health in in the sort of man's world in that kind of trade environment it's 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 difficult isn't it it's like a different world altogether and me have me holding like sort of mental health close to my heart and stuff and see it listen to you just then talking about it so openly I just wanted to like jump off my seat and start dancing like I was just like like yes like come on because that really does take strength especially especially in like you know in in this sort of world we're in at the moment it's getting better it is getting better this mental health awareness and stuff and, and how everybody's pushing it as a society um so so you know that that's that's amazing how, how it's how it's changed even in my just even in my lifetime um but you know so, so I'm, I'm just i'm yeah. i'm in awe i really am i'm in awe so fair play to you graham well done well, thank you, and that's kind of down to you know Kelda and you guys because I think you know you, you know yourselves. Um, it's uh, it's having the kind of confidence or feeling the kind of safety yeah. to talk about it. Um, and it shouldn't be a That's the bottom line of it. It shouldn't <clears> be a <throat> and that's what gets my back up a little bit. Is that why 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 even is it a problem? Why why is it a struggle for people like like to talk about? It, I mean, you know, because it's just this sort of um, I don't know how to word it. Really, it's kind of like society has created this environment where it's not allowed. Do, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I think there's... it's changing. It's starting to change, which is amazing. You know. Definitely, I think there's there's a stigma about it, although that's getting better. Mm, uh, exactly. What I noticed as well is that so yeah, so I, I've got the issues that I kind of mentioned there. I've also got Crohn's disease. So right. Crohn's disease are kind of you know it's like IBS or inflammatory bowel disease. That that's not a sexy problem to have. It's a toilet problem. So yeah. people don't like to speak about it. Um, and what I noticed with kind of any condition is that the more you talk about it or the more you find you have to uh, explain to someone what you have, it, it's almost like hearing those words confirming that you're damaged or you, yes. that you're... So even that, you know, you kind of want to be normal and you want to keep going. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, basically it's kind of great to talk about it. And I think, you know, the, the important thing I found for all this is uh, being able to ask for help because I think a lot of people yes. think that asking for help is giving up. Mm. Uh, I read somewhere that actually, you know, asking for help shows that you're not quitting because yes. you're trying to figure something out. So, and that's where, you know, uh, Kelda uh, helped me. And I think Kelda was wanting to, you know, say something there. Mm. <laughs> I can see it twitching. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I always want to say something. Um, it, it's just really interesting listening to you talk, Graham, as well, because I, I, I am... I'm so in agreement about the whole thing about mental health <coughs> subject, but I think where we have to be really careful is that we then don't put the complete focus onto mental health because then it can become such an identity that all people talk about is yeah. mental health, you know? Um, and so I think with climbing out, the, the key for me um, Graham, in what you said was that acceptance that you know it's not that there's any stigma so yeah we can talk about it everyone's that we create a real value and ethos with climbing out that it's non-judgmental because everyone's been on a journey you know and and that's why we're all there you know yeah. but it's equally not about we're gonna sit and talk about what's yeah. happened all week because that doesn't help anyone it mm. you know oh no it does at the right time 
But there comes a time when it's about moving forwards and, yeah. and climbing out is about moving forwards. So for me, climbing out is about accepting what's happened, recognizing that it's been tough and it's part of you. But then how are we going to make the best of it? And, and how do we move forwards from it? So it's not that it's a taboo subject at all, but equally, we try and encourage people not to get stuck in talking about it. Mm. Because actually, we want to find solutions. We, we, we want to focus on solutions, not on the problems. Yeah. Equally, if, if people want to talk about it, that, that's cool. You know, like I say, it's not that it's not to be talked about at all, not in the slightest. But we don't want people to get stuck in mm. that. It is about moving forwards. And I'm kind of looking back at Zoe and Graham on, yeah. on that. <laughs> Did that work? <laughs> I mean, I, I was wanting to, to jump in a few times there. First of all, just Graham, you know, amazing story and 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 just everyone's story when when you're there is deeply touching and it's really it feels really special to be able to share in those stories with people talk yourself about what's going on with you but also listen to what's going on with other people and I think you know part of what is I think really powerful well, was for me anyway, was hearing those stories, hearing the incredible difficulties that people have been through and then watching them that week go and achieve things and go and do things. And I speak for myself as well. I did things that week that, you know, I've struggled um, throughout my life with various anxiety disorders. And, you know, that was part of the reason that I, I, was, I was joining that week. And the, I was doing things that week I never thought I'd be doing. And now I'm looking forward to doing all sorts of things I, I kind of never um, thought I would be doing. So there's something really powerful about hearing people's rock bottom and hearing about how tough people have had it and then watching them overcome that, like literally watching it in front of you. Um, it's incredibly powerful and incredibly uplifting. Um, it's an intimate thing as well, isn't it? And, and the fact that you're with people that are sharing that side of them with you. Um, with everybody else who's also sharing their intimate side as well yeah it brings is that you, you can't really buy that that tightness that kind of do you, do you know what I'm, t- what I'm trying to say you know you can't buy that relationship absolutely um, and it, it definitely bonds you as a group and I think yeah. we're all still very much in touch we talk Greg right, and anytime anyone has like a little problem we have a whatsapp group and we all sort of share and talk and that's um, amazing and it's just it's an incredible thing to have but I think also hearing other people's stories and hearing people talk so openly um it makes it gives you strength as well because suddenly Mm. you you know what I can talk as well and Mm. it's okay for me to talk and it doesn't mean I'm not going to be able to do things in life actually I can despite these difficulties that I've that I've faced yeah Um, so that's you know, that's really what I took from one of the things that I took from that week. I mean, I I know that um, from my personal experiences, like, um, you know, you know, when you're sort of struggling and you get these people like, what are you going to do? This is what you got to do. You got to, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do the other. When actually the best thing I remember, there's been like a couple of my friends, Al, one of them actually, to be fair, when I sat down, I talked about the, what I was going through at the time. And he was like, that must be really bad. That sucks, man. And I was like, yeah, it does. <laughs> you well, know, I, I, I got lost in translation when we were talking with Kelda, and I was kind of like, well, I was talking about mantras and kind of like, you know, you've got to kind of remind yourself this is what you've got to be like, this is how you got to do it. And Kelda was like, no, 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 no. This is about taking the situation that happened to you and owning it. 
And like yeah. this, this is what happened to me. This is what happened to me. This is who I am. And that's, that's a beautiful sentiment because like, um, you know, when you, when I look back at when I was younger and we used to go, we used to do expeditions. We used to do, go out and do rock climbs, all these tent activities. Everybody would get around and you'd see people over a weekend sort of learn new skills. You'd sit around a campfire maybe, and you'd talk and you'd share stories. And when I think about things like that, uh, when I was younger, there was a certain brotherhood and a certain connection that's made with people. I mean, um, mm. Kelda, what's, what's the buildup like to one of your courses? Um, you know, the buildup, the course itself and, and the activities that you guys take part in. Um, I guess, I mean, there's, there's a lot of pre-work goes on from us from an organizing side of things to make sure we've got all the support in place and all the adaptions in place. Um, one thing that actually COVID taught us this year was the benefit of pre-work before the programme. And again, Graham, I'm, I'm thinking we did quite a bit of that. And yeah. um, oh, my dog's going to have to start barking again. Yeah. Um, because of COVID and us not being able to run the programmes to start with, um, we started doing quite a bit of one-to-one um, support you know we sent information out beforehand and what that actually allowed us to do was kind of hit the ground running from the Monday morning which which proved a few huge value and it's actually something we're going to take forwards now outside of COVID so you know COVID's not all been bad mm. um, and I think again adapting the activities the whole how can I attitude is about that creating that openness and honesty so if someone's got a problem whether that be physical or mental tell us and then we'll find a way of making it work so it's not a case of going you can't come um and funny enough I was actually just having a call before we came on this podcast with uh a girl who came on the program a number of years ago um who's got really quite bad epilepsy and you know she wasn't taker because of the the risk and and Shane fits in perfectly with something you said about let's let's keep this, this real right let's not tell people what to do mm. um reality is i said to her for her to come on a program in north wales or a remote area is too much risk so as much as we're all about making it happen and how can i reality is that's too much risk yeah. but that doesn't mean you can't come it means let's find the right program for you where the activities are not quite so challenging um, it's more accessible. So if we need to get medical help in, we can do. So, yeah, we can find you a program. It's just got to be the right program. Mm. And, and I think that really is the whole approach with climbing out that um, we can't, you know, when people say focus on the positive, set your mind on something and, and anything can happen. I don't agree with that. Because mm. someone once said to me, and I might have mentioned this in our last podcast, Alex, when they said, um, imagine yourself running running the London Marathon. <laughs> well, if I try and imagine my London mar- myself running the London Marathon, it's not a pretty sight because I can't blooming run. And it's never going to happen because I'm never going to be able to run. So don't tell me, you know, with a positive mindset, you'll be able yeah. to run the London Marathon because I blooming can't, you know. But... How can I do the London Marathon? I can do it in a chair. I can do it on crutches. I can walk it. I could do it in my own time doing a bit of day, you know? So it's very much a let's keep it real. Mm. Let's keep it real. Let's not pretend this stuff hasn't happened. Let's not pretend it. And I think for me, that's the powerful yeah. bit. 
that we really recognize and acknowledge that what people have been through is tough it's unfair it it shouldn't have happened it's not what you would have chosen to happen Mm. but what again how can we make the best of it um yeah so yeah i think that's for me that's the powerful bit the, the keeping it real bit yes yeah what's it what's it like that's um, everyone up doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> what's it what's it like uh graham and zoe sort of um being around people that that have suffered certain traumas and been through terrible times uh, and hearing other people's stories uh match to your own and not just that repeating those things that went over and over in your head and just vocalizing them what's it like for you graham i mean uh you, you said you suffer from uh terrible ptsd the memories of such bad uh um, occurrences can sometimes trigger ptsd uh symptoms but what was it like for you having to to hear your story and over and over and over again well that, that's the thing actually and that's something that I was going to clarify because um i suppose i'm trying to think from a listener's perspective of what impression i might give of the course it, it certainly isn't like one of those or what you imagine one of those kind of alcoholics anonymous meetings uh, are mm. where people come up and tell their story and have to do that big you know nervous icebreaker kind of thing um there was actually kind of quite little focus on people's issues. It was kind of accepted that everyone has an issue uh, for logistics or practical reasons. They would have spoken to Kelda to make sure that, you know, um, <clears throat> well, like, like the example of the girl with epilepsy, that, you know, everything was kind of covered safety-wise. But really, it was just about the course and moving forward and having fun and uh, teamwork. And it was more of an organic programme because then people would tell you their stories when they're ready mm. you know so it wasn't kind of artificial or force and and that was that was much better because if you're in the mood for just forgetting that you have issues and you just want to actually focus on the moment you could uh, if you wanted to kind of share or something was affecting you you could and um, i had uh, so at that point i was still getting kind of permanent flashbacks so all the time i could see things um kind of in the background you know wherever it was and some some triggers were <clears throat> were kind of uh, harder or more severe than others and pe- people could see that I was affected but they would either kind of leave me or just say are you okay and and that was uh, th- that was awesome so it was um uh yeah it, it's it's more about moving forward uh having fun and finding the inspiration and with, you know with some kind of expert coaching on how to deal with your things or how to reframe them mm. and you know get get what you want out of it and um, so I'm kind of waffling a bit there, but uh, <laughs> no, it's fine. So it's a podcast. You're allowed. You're allowed. Yeah. Podcast <laughs> all about talking. Back on. Um, Is that the question? I forgot what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a case of, um, you know, when, you, when it comes to like, okay, so I remember when I was younger, I was scared of, of water. I couldn't see the bottom of. So lakes, rivers, things like that. Okay. I'd swim in a swim pool, mm-hmm. but if I couldn't see the bottom of it, I couldn't swim. Uh, and so we used to do raft, rafting and stuff. Um, and we used to do kayaking and I would never get out the boat. I would always be scared until the first time I did it, right? The first time I ran across, they used to link up all the kayaks and you'd run across the front and jump into the water. The first time I ever did that, I was kind of like, ah, that's how you do that, okay? That's how you get over that. Zoe, is it is it similar? Is that, is that what this is like? Is it, you know, you, you, you push yourself, you, you, you uh, put yourself through these, these new challenges and it teaches you how to deal with these issues in your life. Absolutely. I mean... So I, I touched on the fact that I, I deal with a lot of anxiety. I have done since I was eight. Um, and that, that typically 
stops me from doing things that actually I kind of know I'd really like to try, but the anxiety stops me. Um, and on that week away, you're just repeatedly giving me given these really safe opportunities in a fun, happy, relaxed way to just give something a go. And actually just to, I mean, one day we went out on a river um, canoeing and um, we had to choose. So we were going to be in pairs in a boat and um, most boats had like a girl in the front and, and a, a guy in the back because the person in the back typically does a lot of the navigation and maybe is a bit stronger. I'm not sure. I don't actually know exactly how it all works. <laughs> Kill the space. I, I, I'm jumping in there. That was nothing to do with male because women are just as strong as men. Let's not even go down there, Zoe. <laughs> you know what? This is just my anxiety speaking now. This is me I was thinking, why am I the only girl in the back? And I think it was just how things worked out, but I freaked myself out. It was just an example of a time that I freaked myself out and I thought, oh gosh, this isn't going to go well. All the thoughts start happening. I thought like, I don't like like driving. I don't like doing any kind of thing where I have to maneuver anything. And I had someone in the front of the boat and I just, all I could think about was like, I just want to keep them safe. I just want to make sure they're okay. And I was quite honestly, I was freaking out <laughs> as we were pushing the boats onto the water. I was really nervous. Um, and actually there were a few times those nerves spiked, but actually um, the more the day went on, the more I relaxed and the more I thought, oh my God, I can do this. Like I can be, scared. I can be worried. I can be scared and I can do it anyway. Um, and to this day, I often think <laughs> back to that, to that canoe day. And I think, I was really scared, but I did it anyway. Um, so there's been a few times where I've been like, oh, I'm not sure about this. I think back to that and I just give it a go. So it's definitely a case of sort of just being given that chance to push yeah. past your worries and your fears, um, getting through it, and then having that point of reference that you have from that week and going, it's fine. I can do these things. Mm. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, can, can, I, can I add in there as well, actually? It's it's a really well designed course because Kelda has all the kind of theories of all the tactics and techniques for if you're you know nervous or if you're scared, like recognize those scares, change that mindset, try it, push yourself through it. So she kind of equips you with all those things, and then after each kind of section of those, like an inspirational talk or a motivational talk, you're then going and putting it into action. So it's not just like you're sitting at home reading a book on how to do things. You're actually taking a chunk and then applying it and putting it into kind of real life. Um, I think also actually, you know, kind of brief bit of feedback for you, Kelda, regarding the pre-work. Uh, through COVID, Kelda started giving out some of these tactics before you go down on the course. And I actually found that the techniques that she told me helped me physically get to the course because there were so many times that I nearly chickened out or kind of gave up and thought, I can't go down, it'll be too bad or it'll be too much or this could happen, etc. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really well-designed course that, that's uh, in, inspiring you, kind of does things in chunks, breaks things down, and then helps you put those kind of theories into action and build up the evidence that you can do things, you can work through them and you can achieve them. Mm. A lot of it's down to environment as well, isn't it? Um, because, I mean... Uh, with, with again with my struggles sort of thing i when i went through my counseling and stuff like that i found that um we spoke about a lot about environment about you know how you live in the people you're surrounded with and, and that kind of stuff 
Um, and it wasn't till I actually got with my now current partner, my, my, my girlfriend, um, I realised that actually how much of an impact your environment can have on you and, and your mental health and your and your well-being and your you know even down to your physical health as well you know um I didn't have no idea I didn't think that that was even that much of a factor and it wasn't until I got with her and like I started having the same kind of problems I've had all my life with other people with my family and that kind of stuff um and she was just been like that's okay that's fine you know don't worry about it go and have five minutes you know go and take as long as you need and come back and you know, when I was going through some of some of my harder stages, I could just come home sometimes, and I would be in tears, and I'd be, you know, I'd be, I'd be silent. And she would never, she's never ever pushed me to say anything or do anything. She's always been um, just patient. She'll sit there, she'll make me dinner, you know, make sure I'm fed because <laughs> that's an important thing, <laughs> um, and you know, make, make sure I've got a brew, and she'll just sit there, and, and then when I'm ready, I'll start talking. Yeah, and I think that's important. And I think well, what 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 I'm hearing from you guys, and with with uh, with Calder and 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 the course and stuff is that that's what that provides. This course provides is that safe space, that that environment, that safe environment for for anybody and everybody to just open up and talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And, you know, I I think a massive thing, and hearing Zoe and Graham you talk in there as well, a big thing, a whole ethos with climbing out is ownership. Um, so it's putting ownership on to the guys coming you you know we always say it's challenge through choice so we'll facilitate the challenges we'll run the activities but people have a choice they don't have to do it we're not going to force anyone to do anything the the massive win in that is that people are then choosing to do it so Zoe you talk about the canoeing you could have chosen to say no I'm too anxious Um, I'm not going to do it you know, or we could have gone, right, we'll help you do it, Zoe, and we'll do this and we'll do that and we'll do the other. You making the choice to still do it anyway, that then gave you ownership of it because it was your choice. But then that's what becomes empowering because, as you've just said, you you know, you had that anxiety, but you did it anyway and you overcame it. So one of our big things is, is not wrapping people up in cotton wool, you know my big 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 thing is people do have a choice you know make the choices that are gonna get the results that you want that's not always easy and the whole point in climbing out is to give people the tools to start making better choices Mm. but give people ownership of those choices and they're much more likely to have a long-term impact rather than if we just do it all for them for the week they might have a good week but they go home having learned not too much, but by taking responsibility and, and ownership of it, um, that's what makes the, it, the life-changing results. Um, so again, well done, well done to both Zoe and Graham, because I saw them make some great blooming choices that the week they were with us. And, and you know, I hope that's what's making the difference now. Um, speaking about making a difference, are, are the qualities that you've learned during the course that you've got, uh, put into uh, effect in real life? situations you know is there is has it taught you something how to deal with anxiety those 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 things that make you stress graham has it helped you go out there and go to the shop when you're on a bad day or jump do your day-to-day um, yeah for me i mean i uh, i still get flashbacks i still kind of uh, 
have issues that I'm going, you know, getting counselling with else, elsewhere. So, you know, you you still have your bad days, but the difference is you have your good days, and um, uh, you can kind of it, it equips you to help recognise. Um, yeah, maybe if you're kind of dealing with a bit of anxiety or you. Uh, nervous about something uh, uh, yeah the, the short answer is yes absolutely and, and I've kind of applied that uh, a few times uh, since coming off the course I mean I was kind of almost agoraphobic uh, before I went down since coming off the course and you know albeit we're in COVID I've been out I've done more things I've I started writing a book and you know just sent off uh, a couple of chapters to a publisher so that's something I've been thinking about and kind of wondering you know could I do or would it work for ages just on that so that's with a, a publisher now and um, yeah basically I'm kind of like setting up targets now and working on them one by one and so yeah just really achieving them so yeah it's, it's a huge difference and it, it affects you on, on I think yeah Kills Courses affects me and loads of areas of my life positively so that's amazing because like that's like a knock-on offense isn't it because Kel does helped you and now you're looking to write a book and 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 you're then starting to set yourself up to then move that forward and, and to help other people as well you know and sort of push that further you know and that that's that's amazing so it's you know and Kel- Kelda's Kel- like, I want royalties. Uh, I want to mention yeah. the book. Kel- Kelda's <laughs> going to be helping the world eventually. She might as well run the country. If I was the Prime Minister, COVID would be very different. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> so, so Kelda, so like, you know, somebody is has got problems or whatever and they want to um, come on the climbing out and um, and and do it what what are they going to expect when right from the start you know what's going to happen <laughs> that's possibly a, a question better for the other two to answer and um, I think the one thing I would say is um I never I never really tell someone what to expect and that maybe sounds like a bit of a cop-out of an answer <laughs> but um climbing out is completely adaptable and completely dynamic, flexible, and, and very bespoke. So no two programs are the same. It depends who's on the program as to how we adapt things. So the one thing I say when people say, what are we going to be doing? And I'll say, well, we, we might be doing a range of things out of these, but I'm, there isn't a set schedule because right. depending on the weather, depending on the energy levels, depending on reaction from the group, depending on where people are, we'll change what we're doing. Um, and so, you know, I say this at the start of the programme is you tell us, you know, if you're if you're knackered and you want to finish an activity early and go for coffee, we can do it within reason you know if you're <laughs> on a starbucks uh we're in the middle of a mountain <laughs> all you want to do is drink coffee that's not going to happen but um but you know but if people are loving it and they want to stay out longer okay we'll stay out longer it, you know we've changed activities while we're out on them just reacting to the group and the energy levels but it's back to ownership we always say this is your program you tell us you know, what's working, what's not, what do you want, what do you want more of, what do you want less of? So we have to work within um, certain boundaries as far as keeping everyone safe and, and what's what's um, manageable and, and all the rest of it. But 
Otherwise, there are no boundaries, you know. And so I think expect the unexpected. How corny is that? Um, But the other thing we say is stay open minded, because Mm. if you're open minded, that's when your life can change. Um, And I think a lot of what we do, one of the analogies we give is um, and um, you guys all know how much I love my analogies. I've got an analogy for everything. But, um, you know, we say if you go into a clothes shop, you try on lots of different clothes and the ones you don't like, you put back on the rail. The ones you do like, um, you know, if they're within your budget, you can you'll buy them and you'll wear them time and time again. And it's the same with everything we do on the Climbing Out programme. You know, not everything will click with everybody, but stay open-minded, you know, take the bits you like, the things you don't like, either, you know, leave them behind or take them with you because someone else might benefit from them. But we're not saying, you know, we have all the answers and this will fix everything. It's just, these are some things that might be helpful. Mm. Be open-minded enough to listen and then make your own judgment on that. So, so I can tell you you're itching to say something. I am. <laughs> I'd love to just add to that and say that. <laughs> you can read me well, Kelda. Um, I'd love to just say that really the week is fantastic. It's a great, we have loads of fun. We learn loads of stuff uh, in terms of coaching, in terms of um, just, you know, all these tools that we can use that week. But more importantly, going forward and in day-to-day life. And so, it almost feels like that week away is like the starting point. Um, And it's sort of what happens after that, that is really magic. And I I just want to add to that and say that, you know, the week ends, the experience isn't over. Um, For in my case, I have remained in touch. I I already said remained in touch with other people from the course, but also Kelda, you know, you can really feel, um, you just continue to feel so supported by the other members of the course and Kelda herself. I mean, in, in an example for me, I hadn't felt ready to um, apply for, I guess you would call it a promotion it, within my job for a, a long time. And then since doing the course, I did. I felt like actually in a much better place mentally. Um, so I, I applied and I let Kelda know. And Kelda actually asked me, would um would I like it or would it be helpful to me to have a call the morning of my interview and I said yes and it was helpful and that's just an example you know it doesn't end at the end of that week Kelda stays with you Kelda keeps supporting you so do the other people in the group and so do all the things that you learned that week um you sort of store them up and they're just always there then uh going forward so it's really like a little family (laughs) I've, I've just been I've just, that's beautiful by the way I really like that I, I mean I was just talking about this with my last guest Luke um I was talking about uh a lot of people that suffer oh. from depression will sit at home play on the xbox watch tv not really go out not especially during lockdown it's very difficult uh to actually go out and socialize but to have a collection of people that like the same thing and enjoy the same thing a part of the same thing you know um whether it's a fan base whether it's something like climbing out whether it's a band that you like and i like the uh, the american office i see so there's loads of meme groups i can join and we can all talk about the office you know it's just, it's nice to be a part of something isn't it yeah oh yeah. totally it's a real sense of community um i live in london so you don't always get that such a strong sense of community in london but going on climbing out 
absolutely you develop that community that week of people who just get you um and it doesn't end there it just continues as we've been talking yeah. i've written down two words and kind of i've been circling them as we've been talking and the first one's hope um i think hope is massive and what I see through climbing out is people starting to get hope back of, of a way forwards um, and if I just I was talking to one previous participant um, earlier this week and she has a feeding tube fitted she's, she's had a really tough time with her with her medical conditions and because of the feeding tube everyone generally says no to her doing things um, we've got a Sweden wilderness canoeing expedition later this year, which both Zoe and, and Graham are coming on as well. Um, and we've offered her a place on, on this expedition. So we're talking to the guy who's who's running the expedition out in Sweden. And we're working out ways of how we can make it work with a feeding tube and making sure we've got the right sort of support in place. And I had a Zoom call with her earlier this week. And I have never seen her smile like she was smiling um since before she, well you know she came on the program and and she wasn't smiling like that but I've noticed a massive difference um since she's had this hope you know she's had something to aim for something to look forward to something to give her a reason and a purpose mm-hmm. and you know that saying without hope there's nothing once you start to get even a glimmer of hope um like that that in itself can be life changing. Mm. And the other thing is is fun. Um because I think more than anything it's about having fun because it, it feels like we've all been quite serious in our conversation but bottom line is it's about laughing and and having fun. And and again I might have mentioned this on our last um the last time we chatted Al but you know one of my favorite quotes is that that when you have fun you can have confidence when you have confidence you can achieve anything i love that it's great i love it because when you're having fun you forget about your worries you forget about your issues and and chloe i'm the um sorry zoe i'm thinking of apologies that was someone else i was talking to um zoe i'm thinking of you on the uh canoeing and what i saw with you was you were just having fun yeah. So actually you forgot about your anxiety because you were so busy laughing and and having a good time that the anxiety kind of went. And now that's that's massive, you know, that's huge. So I think first and foremost, we want to have fun. And mm-hmm. if we're having fun, everything else just kind of happens, you know. Yeah, so, yeah I agree. I agree. And that's something that Graham, Graham, um, you know, uh, pointed at at the beginning of the episode was that now he's got that hope, you know, because he can go and have fun and he, he didn't think he could do that before. Whereas now he's been on the course. He can do, you know, yeah. it's impossible. So you've definitely done that for Graham, I believe. Maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, sorry, I cut out there and just uh, got back in. Um, yeah, I, I would kind of add as well because um, you know a few people have mentioned the word support there, but um, I think it's also more than that. It's encouragement because it's you know kill does not a, a, a crutch to prop you up uh, you might say to other people oh, i'm thinking about doing this or really like to try that and quite often you get a whole lot of reasons for why you shouldn't why you know it's kind of not safe or it's risky or kind of or it's not a good idea whereas kill will actually talk to you about it 
and encourage you to do it and say, yeah, well, how can you do it? Um, so, yeah, I, I, I couldn't, um, couldn't praise it highly enough. Mm. And, and I, I was just going to add as well, you know, I think um, for a lot of people, including myself coming on this course, life can just, day-to-day life can get to a point where it just feels really, really heavy yeah. and dark. And so you go on this course and like Helda says, you laugh, you have fun, maybe for the first time properly in a long time. Uh, and that just, it is life-changing. You know, that in itself is life-changing. Um, I remember actually having a, a conversation with one of the girls that week and she said, and it's really stuck with me, she said, you know, um, when a heart breaks, it leaves space for light to come in. And it was it was really deep, but it really kind of sat with me and, and it felt like all of us were coming together a little bit brokenhearted and we all sort of just let each other into those cracks and it was just positive and happy and fun. Nice. Mm. Nice. That's beautiful. Well, that, 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 I'm going to nick that one, Zoe. I like that. <laughs> I have loved this episode because we've done this from two angles. Because obviously, me and Kelda, Kelda giving the introduction to climbing out and what it could be, and what it, uh, but this is uh, me speaking to you guys who've done that. You've been there, you've done it, and you you experienced it, and you, you you're now thriving. Well, you know, as best as you can, you, you you've uh, improved because of it. You appreciate it, and Kelda, you've done an amazing thing for these people, and I just want to say thank you, like. And I really do hope, I really do hope that climbing out grows into what you want it to be because um, I think I can see the benefits right here. It's just, mm. it's beautiful to see. It really is. Thanks, Alan. I think the most important thing is they do it for each other. You know, all we do is is actually create the environment that we can bring people together and then they do it for each yeah. other. So, you, you know, in some respects, we don't do much. Um, it, it's just about actually creating the environment and the place for it to happen. Um, the rest is down to them. And they all, like, when I say they all, everyone takes ownership for that. So when people do achieve stuff, and like for Zoe, Graham, moving forwards now, that's down to them because they still had a choice when they left the programme. They could choose to use the tools we'd, we'd given them or they could choose to to just ditch them. And, you know, fair play to both of you for for using them and moving forward so it's actually down to every single person that that comes on the program you know we we just create the place for it to happen mm. amazing Kelda, would you like to tell people uh, where they can get in touch with you if they want to get in? i mean obviously the world's closed at the moment but obviously it's good to get that that sort of icebreaker in uh sort of get hey, to we, know we have got an amazing 2021 lined up so uh, someone said the other day to me let's make 2021 unforgettable and i love that because that just gave me goosebumps and that's what we're going to do so um yeah we would love to hear from anyone um who'd like to find out more about the programs and the other kind of support that that we can offer to um so the website is climbingout.org.uk um or you can drop me an email at kelderwood um at climbingout.org.uk i'd love to hear from anyone and we can just chat and tell you more and on the same note to be fair you know we're here to help you as well i mean if there's anything we can do um to help at all even if it's pushing any, any event i want to come on a course on, 
I want to call. I want to do, you know, I'm should, just doing. Should. I want to do a podcast every day from the course, Alex. There you go. I yeah. would love that. Yes, yeah. yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, <laughs> but that afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would love to. But no, I'm genuinely though. If there's anything we can do um, to help, um, you know, if it's pushing something for you or anything like that, then then yeah, just well, get in touch. We'll help. Funny enough, I've been writing a few notes as we've been talking about things along that line. Anyway, <laughs> so don't worry, we'll be in touch. <laughs> My microphone is yours, Mum. It's not. Um, okay, um, I, I put you guys on the spot, Zoe and Graham. If you could uh, uh, offer a testimonial now, very short sentence about going out, just to let the listeners know. If you could sum it up in a sentence or a paragraph. What would you say? Um, uh, I mean, Zoe, what would you say to the listeners? I would say if you're sitting at home and you're having a tough time, um, give Kelda a call. Give the organization a call. Have a chat. Um, you know, it's worth it. It's life-changing. Um, so just do it. <laughs> Graham, have you got anything? Um, yeah, for me, obviously, can I take that risk and don't be scared? Uh, and I think for anyone, and this happened to me as well, anyone thinking about going on a course like that, the first thing that normally happens is all the reasons why you shouldn't, all the things that could go wrong or all the reasons why actually it's too risky or kind of um, uh, something will go wrong, etc. Et but I remember speaking to Kelda beforehand and her saying, you know, we've actually covered, she said something along the lines of, you know, we've covered just about every eventual. Uh, 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 eventuality whether it's someone who's got a disability whether it's someone who's got a certain condition or anything like that uh, she makes things happen so um, take a risk uh, don't listen to your fears uh, speak to Kelda and then just jump on that adventure amazing wow amazing um, I have to say Kelda your smile just says it all like it's you've got such an infectious don't you think Al she's got such an infectious smile she's like it just brightens up the entire room like I'll, I'll come on again if you're going to say things like that you've got no choice you've got no choice now that's it I said before the ice is broken now we're not going anywhere the biscuit I'll tell you you're right love it great people working together that's what I say <laughs> absolutely I'm that's sorry that we're going we're to have to cut it shorter than the hour I realise at the end of every Zoom meeting it renders the audio, which means our twelve o'clock interview will be pushed ten minutes behind. Then ten minutes, so we need to cut the interviews at fifty minutes. But this is, but we could have talked here for hours, right? We could have done this for. Maybe we should uh, do another show uh, in, in a few weeks and we catch should up climb that episode out. We should we actually. Should... Oh, now you're proper, talking. I really dig into it, and we'll have a good session talking about it. Yeah, right. I, would I, I, I like the ideas of you you guys going on the course and doing a daily podcast. I would love that. <laughs> I would love that. I'll go for that. <laughs> I've got, I've got, the, oh God, I've got the equipment to do it. We can do that. I don't need power. All I need is my trusty H6 and some microphones. Done. A week, a week holiday away from my kids as well. Happy days. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right, guys, this has been an amazing episode. I've loved it. We could have carried on. I'm really sorry we have to cut it short, but um, from the guys from Climbing Out, uh, Zoe, uh, Graham, and uh, Kelder, I'm going to give you a round of applause. Kelder, you're doing an amazing job. Well done. absolutely well done uh this has been an amazing episode thank you very much shane for joining me we'll be doing another one uh, in a bit um and uh this has been uh, the shoes with biscuit podcast and uh we'll catch you next time peace out no not peace (laughs) out arabadechi there you go we'll do it that way (laughs) 